0: Um, I'm I'm not really going to (coughs) talk about, you know, the history of this particular crisis. Raise it. You've seen it on your televisions for the last three weeks. Um, You've probably must fed up of it seeing it on the televisions. I just want to specify in this first uh, this, this bit of a presentation. It's about how Oxfam responded, what its focus of of it is, and pick up at the end of that a little bit about what what was just mentioned in terms of the new system of of, of coordination that we find on the ground, which is what I've personally been working on for the last four years from the UN side. So I'm just going to sort of run into, first of all, into uh, where Oxfam has focused its work. I'm not going to really talk about the uh, overall what's happened. In fact, you can't see that very well anyway. It's it's illustrating where different parts of of Port-au-Prince uh, things things were, were focused. This little one I've put in um, really is, is, is about ten days later, where, and it shows how people moved out of Port-au-Prince, the capital city, um, either by government assistance or by their own assistance, by simply just moving into every part of Haiti, um, because people who lost their homes and who had relatives in other parts just moved out. Um, that still left a huge number of people on the ground, of course. Where did they go? Well, they went into uh, sites like this, um, on the sides of hillsides all round. I'm told since this photograph was taken, this site has increased by about six times. There's six times as many people on this site now as there was when this particular picture was taken. So, people are moving all the time. The whole sort of community is in sort of transients around around the town. So what was Oxfam doing in Haiti? Well, it's been there for 20 years. It had a large program in Capa when uh, when the cities in the north on urban water. It's had a whole range of livelihood programs in the south and in, in Port-au-Prince. It's had an emergency program in Eve a year or two ago when there was a major cyclone through. So it's been around, <coughs> it knows the country, has staff that know the country. What did it do in the earthquake? Well, Oxfam's focus, certainly for the last 20 to 30 years in large-scale emergencies, is public health. Water, sanitation and hygiene is the area that it focuses. It's extended that now into shelter and into livelihoods and into emergency food uh, security. But its main focus, its main large amount of work, did it in the tsunami. Most of the refugee camps you've seen over the last 20, 30 years, the water structures have all been done by, by Oxfam. So that's where it focused. We call that area now WASH, Water, Sanitation and Hygiene. Um, and the coordination of that and the work with that is done with the National Water Authority and also with the local municipalities. And that's where I'm not going to go in and explain with I think. What do we do? Pretty basic stuff to start with. Installing bladders, This is these are rubber bags, onto the street with tap bars, organising deliveries of water into those streets, um, chlorinating those bladders, planning water installations with government sites where, where sites have been agreed by the government, and recruiting, uh, in this case we've recruited a French company to work with the local authority to develop its skills in terms of how it's going to put back together the former parts of its infrastructure. That looks like pretty basic stuff. It means in the initial stages putting tankers on on the streets, people collecting water from tankers like this. Very inefficient way of doing it but if you don't have the equipment and uh, we had some equipment in town at the time because we'd had previous emergencies. Um, Tankers were put out and uh, people picked up their water where we were had bladder tanks and the like, we connected in tap bars and people collected their water from tap bars on the, on the streets. Sanitation is still a major, major problem. Uh, we don't talk about sanitation very often. It's one of the major focuses right now. If you pick up a UN uh, context today on what's happening, what's the priority in Haiti today, it's sanitation. It's sanitation because it's just about to rain, and it's your sanitation that's going to give you your public health problems. Um, what we're doing, we're putting in trench latrines, we're contracting private companies with, with chemical toilets, uh, we're using uh, Oxfam-designed uh, slabs, we're planning in taking in uh, vacuum tankers to extract the excreta from certain areas, building washing clothes areas, we're Working on solid waste. Now, as you can imagine, of any earthquake like the tsunami, the whole town is absolutely full of solid waste. Most of it is buildings coming down, and that is being uh, exacerbated, I suppose, by the amount of aid and goods that are going in, the amount of plastic, the amount of rubbish which is around on the streets. Major issue is solid waste. And an even bigger issue now in the solid waste section is that of medical solid waste. All these hospitals doing things, treating people inside, outside. Solid waste, complete with needles and sharps and all this stuff, all on the streets, all being thrown onto rubbish tips. And in the tsunami, that created major, major problems. Rubbish from medical waste going into waterways. So that's a major area which is being focused on right now. It's about, you know, pretty basic stuff again, delivering, in this case, uh, slabs, building toilets out of plastic sheeting um, so that, and, and digging out putting in slabs so that people have somewhere to go. Maybe you don't focus on sanitation. If you go to any major refugee crisis, any major thing, if they don't deal with the sanitation, you can smell it 10 miles away. So you really need to know what you're doing and you really need to know that those are the things you need to focus on, and that's a priority right now. <coughs> Clearing up the rubbish is also a priority, and it's pretty basic again. It's about bringing in and using, you know, Local labour and wheelbarrows and what have you. And it's about collecting the rubbish which you get from what the international community, when it brings its aid in. Of course, to make those things work, you also have to focus on people and attitudes of people to how they use their water, how they treat their sanitation. So hygiene is a very, very important factor. In fact, it's as important as actually giving people clean water. If you don't build that side with hygiene, your clean water is not very effective. Um, monitoring disease control is also another area which we have to work working on baseline data to see how health is working. And a part of that, in, in, in a place like Haiti, which is fairly male dominated, there's not so many people, not so many women on the, on the committees. And therefore, we've tried to bring in more and more women from the community into decision-making bodies on on the committee. Distribution of non-food items, that's buckets and hand things and hygiene kits and the like. This is just one of those hygiene workers who works around with the community, making sure that uh, things are going on. We're also focusing on shelter because right now shelter With the rainy season, and it started to rain, it's rained once already this week, and they're worried that there's not enough shelter for people. When it rains, it seriously rains. Therefore, there is a need for shelter. Kits coming in, Uh, we're doing assessment of the sites. We're bringing Arabs, the civil engineering company from this country, in to do courses with local people on how they assess whether their house is fit to go back and live in. Because many people are living in these camps and they're frightened to go back to their houses. And in some cases, their houses are still up, but they don't know how to assess it because they're frightened to go back to their houses. So we're trying to work with professional companies to ensure we got that sort of information. And I suppose all this is all focused around coordination. The water, sanitation, the hygiene side is focused around what we call the wash cluster. The wash cluster was set up after the tsunami by the UN, and John May mention that. Uh, this afternoon, there is a water, sanitation, hygiene cluster. There's also a shelter cluster, a logistics cluster, an education cluster, a health cluster, run under different agencies. WASH clusters run, a uh, lead agency for that is UNICEF. Um, and that's actually what I've been setting up for the last four years. If you're interested, look at the website, www.humanitarianreform.org, is the UN website that would tell you all about the cluster approach. So the challenges, just to finish off... Um, for Oxfam, it's about sanitation in the urban environment. We're doing a lot of work now to try and see how we best cope with this. It's about operating in this crowded environment because there are dozens, hundreds, getting on to now over 1,000 agencies on the ground working in this small town. So, crowded environment and getting local staff then to be a part of your programme. For the UN, for what they're saying, and what's all this this morning, sanitation is still what they're absolutely worried about because at the moment there's no major disease outbreaks. But as soon as it rains, there will be. There definitely will be. Shelter, obviously a part of that because people (coughs) will need something. Uh, Security was an issue. It still is an issue. And there's an increasing amount of thefts and gang culture stuff going on. But it's not such a big an issue as what we thought it would be. Probably what is the biggest issue and this is more or less where I'm going to leave it, is that the government of Haiti and the UN really haven't clarified yet exactly where their interim people are going to live and where, in the long term, people are going to live. And the sites and the identification of the sites around the town and where people are going to live are not very clear right now. And that's a very, very uh, clear issue of, of it at the moment... They haven't really quite got the the whole the dust the dusters way. Haven't settled on this whole crisis yet, and that still needs to be to be worked out. And that's it.